Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is going to be about the Louisiana Demon House in Springfield, Louisiana. The house is known to have demonic hauntings and used to have a reputation of having satanic cult meetings, satanic rituals, and satanic carvings in the floorboards underneath the carpets throughout the house. So this is going to be the story of the Louisiana Demon House. So AJ and Janine Hunter purchased their dream home. After years of living with her parents while they got on their feet, Janine and AJ had finally found their dream home. The floor plan was perfect for a family with two sons. It was a foreclosed home and needed a little fixing up, so the price was much cheaper than they would have expected to pay. Since there was a lot of work to be done before they could properly move in. AJ would have to do some renovations to the home, so AJ bought a camper for them to live in while they did the renovations. While AJ worked on his day job, Janine tried to do some of the work on the house herself. The unusual activity began innocently enough while she was alone in the house painting one of the rooms. Something kept turning the radio off. As Janine had a heart condition, The fright was not good for her health. It could have been deadly for her. About a month after they moved in, it was time for their eldest son, Gage's birthday, who wanted to have the party in the house. Janine's mother came over to help with the decorating. When Janine realized that she'd forgotten the soda for the party, she left her mom alone in the house while she went to the store. Janine's mom heard something else in the house with her, which caused her to flee. Janine had never seen her that frightened, but there was no sign of anything else there. AJ thought Janine's mom had just been watching too many horror movies on TV lately. One night, Janine was in the kitchen washing dishes when things started getting strange. A gust of ice-cold air on her neck turned into something she could not see poking her, which caused her to drop a dish. Her heart was racing and that was enough to cause her heart condition to kick in. Out of nowhere, something yanked her hair. Janine sprinted out of the house, but left her heart medicine behind. She had to quickly dart back into the kitchen to retrieve it. When she told AJ what had happened, he thought the incident was all due to her being home alone in a large old house that was still new to her. A few days later, Janine was folding laundry when she heard her other son, Hunter, talking to someone in another room. She could see Gage outside playing, so who could Hunter have been talking to? She slowly approached the doorway where Hunter was playing and asked who he'd been talking to. Hunter said he'd been talking to his friend. When Janine asked what his friend had said, Hunter told his mom that he said that he had to be a friend himself, otherwise the friend would hurt his mother. Janine was floored, but tried her best to hide how frightened she was from her sons. When it came time to get the the winter clothes out of the attic, Janine called her father for help. While he was there, he witnessed a rosary on the door handle swing like a pendulum and then stop cold, dead in its tracks. Within moments, a giant stomping sound filled the house. Pictures fell from the walls, plaster rained down from the ceiling. But there was nothing either of them could see to be causing it. Janine's father yelled at the presence to show itself, 
and it certainly did. Janine ended up with three deep claw scratches on her back. Janine sent the kids to stay with her parents for a couple of days. She showed AJ the marks, but he thought she must have brushed against a couple of nails while working on the house. It wasn't until a door near him opened and slammed shut by itself that AJ began taking Janine's claim seriously. AJ thought that perhaps hanging some crosses and other religious items around the house might calm the spirit. So he and Janine went to work. She brought her Bible with them from room to room. When they reached the door in the kitchen, she put the Bible on the kitchen table. As soon as AJ came down the ladder, after hanging a crucifix over the door, the lights went out, and the Bible began to vibrate on the table. They sprinted out of the house when the Bible slammed shut. Believing they had a ghost in the house, Janine thought perhaps a cassette recorder might pick up something, mustering all of her courage. She ran into the house, put a recorder onto the kitchen table, and ran back out. A half hour later, she ran back in to get it. She listened to the recorder, silence for a while, until she heard a low growling, which soon turned into a snarl. <clears throat> and the snarl said, she will die. Is this a ghost or something else? About a week later, while Janine was hanging up the laundry to dry and the boys were playing in the yard, she heard a very unsettling silence. The boys had disappeared. When Janine went looking for them, she heard their voices and it sounded like they were playing upstairs in the house. She didn't want to go in, but they were her kids, and she wanted them away from whatever was in the house. She followed the voices but never found the boys. Janine ended up in one side of the upstairs bedrooms, and she couldn't leave it, as something held her in place. It slowly lifted her from the floor and then pinned her down. It felt as though an enormous weight was on top of her, and hands were on her. A dark voice told Janine to look under, and she managed to grip a corner of the carpet. She gave it a yank, and suddenly the entity released her. Carved into the wood flooring under the carpet were symbols that she could only describe as satanic. She sprinted from the house, relieved to see AJ with the boys outside, as she tried to stop her racing heart. She told AJ to go upstairs. When he saw some of that carpet pulled up, he tore up the rest and found a large circle of symbols. Had someone really tried to summon a demon in the bedroom? AJ called the local minister to see if he could help. When the minister arrived, he could sense the presence in the house. <clears throat> they began going through the house with a Bible and holy water, cleansing the place. As they worked, Janine began to feel ill. Thinking that her heart was acting up, AJ took her aside and found her a place to sit while he helped the minister finish the cleansing. Janine's chest was tight and she could barely breathe. Finally, Janine no longer felt like she was even herself anymore and blacked out. An hour later, the minister finished his work and left. When AJ checked on Janine, she was still pretty out of it. He helped her to the car so they could go to her mother's house. As they drove, he asked Janine how she was doing. Suddenly, a deep voice said, I'm fine. Janine's eyes were pitch black. AJ floored it until he got <clears throat> to her parents' house. AJ and Janine's father got her inside. Her pulse was good, but she was cold. Her mother asked her what was wrong. Once again, the deep voice said, I'm fine. Janine's family began reading Bible verses to her until the minister arrived. 
and it was enough to allow her to regain her consciousness, just long enough to tell her father that the entity had taken her over. When the minister arrived, he immediately knew that the demon was inside Janine. While AJ and her father held Janine down, the minister performed an impromptu exorcism. It was a battle, but eventually Janine regained control and the entity was gone. After that, Janine and AJ packed their kids and belongings into the camper and moved off the property, staying at her sister's while they tried to sell the demon house. So guys, these poor people were plagued with a demonic entity that was inside of this house. Now, this is why I always say to be extra careful with the things that you do. Uh, if you do using a Ouija board, if you, you know, try to do rituals or seances, you have no idea what you could be conjuring up into these houses. And then it stains these houses forever with whatever is left behind. If the demon decides to stay, sometimes the demon won't even stay. It will go with you. And then wherever you go for the rest of your days, you are plagued with this demonic entity that will eventually try to possess you and take you over. Because again, demons are jealous of us because we have what they never had. We have life. True life. We get to do what you know ever we want. We have free will to do whatever. Demons have been under control for eons from Satan and God himself. So they can't live a life that they that they want to live. They want to do that through us. They want to experience what life is like. So they take us over. Not only are they taking us over to live a life, but they're also hurting God at the same process. So they're going to do whatever they can to hurt God and to have a life. Whether that means we die or not. They'll use us up like an old car until we just fall apart. And then they'll move on to the next. That's why everybody has to be extra careful while doing things like the Ouija board, seances, rituals, things that you don't know what you're doing. It's just best to not do it. But if you choose to do it, just make sure you follow the rules that come with this, that come with the Ouija board, that come with rituals, that come with seances. Don't mock the spirits. Don't ever, ever use provocation towards spirits, especially demonic. Because they will show you that they are powerful. And they can hurt you physically and mentally, emotionally, and they can hurt, just destroy your soul from the inside out. So guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode tonight of the Louisiana Demon House. Of course, you can go to ParanormalInkOhio.com, which will take you to our main page on Facebook. There you can check out some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. You can check out our crystals that we have for sale and all the powers that they hold. You can check out the sage bundles we have for sale for all things cleansing. You can also check out the necklaces, the pins, and the bracelets that come with the crystals. From there, you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio Group. That is our group page on Facebook where we talk about everything paranormal. We have multiple discussions there. You also give me ideas for different shows, for podcasts, for live events. I do the research, I look it up, do the shows, and I give you a shout-out. Sometimes I even have you on the show if you would like to be on the show. From there, you can go to TikTok and YouTube, Paranormal Inc. Ohio, where you can check out some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. And of course, on every podcast venue known, you can come to see the Paranormal Inc. Ohio podcast. Well, actually, you can't see it, but you can hear it. <laughs> I always get those mixed up. So I hope you guys have a great night, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Remember, tomorrow night at 10 p.m., we will be live on Facebook for our annual Paranormal Discussion Ghost Story. Friday is Fear Friday live at 10 p.m. We have a in-depth discussion about the paranormal whether it be demonic, 
spiritual, ghost, angelic, whatever it is, we will have a discussion about it. I am now going to start to do the podcast every day. I want to do an episode every single day. That way you guys can constantly have content. So the podcasts are going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I will be taking Saturday and Sunday off of podcasting so I can focus on other things with Paranormal Inc. Ohio. But every Thursday and Friday night, we are live on Facebook at 10 p.m. And I hope you guys are always there. I hope you guys enjoy these episodes. I love making this content for you guys. And I hope you guys have a great night and a great rest of the week. Thanks, guys.